All right. So you want to hear about this tampon shit? Yeah. What is this tampon shit you're so excited so about? So I read this article and, you know, let's, I, so let's see how doobie, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am skeptical of how uh, accurate it is, but I okay. think it's pretty fucking accurate. Okay. Apparently this has been happening since 2016. Uh, people specifically in Indonesia, according to this article, are boiling tampons. Okay. And then taking the boiled water. Like, wait, wait, wait. Used tampons or? Both. Okay. Um, so, But some people are boiling unused tampons, like just to get tampon water? Yes. Or just to but expand like, the... But there, it did add like a little a thing in there. There was like after a comma, like four or five words that was like often with like a tendency towards used or something like that. So okay. So it's definitely a thing. It's boiling usually it, used. Yeah, boiling okay. it. Okay. And then, um, so excited. <laughs> where are we going? Where are and, we going? And this is, these are, it's, it's primarily teens doing this. And this, this is, is not where, like which country again? Indonesia. Indonesia. This is primarily Weird. teenagers doing it, not adults. Okay, I have an interesting image in my head. Come yeah. On. And then they're drinking it. What? Uh, what? To get fucked up. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. No. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Like oh my god. They, oh my god. they, oh my god. they were oh quoting god. like the like this dude from Indonesia that's like one of the countries like you know drug enforcement people or like the upper level like Indonesian uh-huh. dude. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, we think they're doing it because the chlorine used to dye oh, tampons no. with. I was when you there boil was it, you shit. drink it, it gets you high, and so they're like. Yeah, people are like fucking, and it's like it's kind of made its well, way so to the states because need... I watched a couple videos of some bitches like kind of so, gagging as they did it. But wait, but there's so much going on because you don't need the blood then if it's in the chlorine. But maybe one people don't know that, and they have like an almost superstitious thing about the more blood. Maybe it's like a mystical drug in the blood, or if they do know it, I mean, like the, the okay, period blood will just, wait, mask wait, wait, the wait, taste wait, wait, a little wait. bit of the chlorine. Saying it's superstitious is a little racist because you're like, well, they're brown, so it's superstition. As if over here, it's just someone's like, the blood gets you higher. You're like, that's just fucking stupid. No, that's, that's a wives' su- tale. That's, yeah, that's not a superstition. That's just like a belief in a thing. Like well, superstitious is like, if you walk under a ladder, you're gonna have bad luck. Like that's just like bad. Well, what I'm saying is like, yeah, okay. So like, if you figure, but I'm saying uh, you saying superstitious is just inherently a little like talk, racist. No, I talk about white people being superstitious. I'm just saying general All public. Our like, I'm just saying astrology will hear that and be like well you're only shit? saying it because they're brown i'm oh, just saying God. what other people are saying no so yeah they're drinking you're saying, well, saying it I'm could saying, mask so the i don't i'm just i don't know who, like well, it could be okay but but how did it happen did someone figure out hey you know if we drink chlorine water we're gonna get high or was it like someone just happened to drink boiled tampon water and got high like what happened how did that i don't know man you know, because then if you, because if you did, if I drank tampon water, I'm not sure that I would go, oh, it must be something, some some of these bullshit chemicals in the fucking tampons. I'm a fucking idiot. I would probably be like, because that was my first thought when you said that. I was like, oh my God. Can you get Can high you off get period high? blood? Because that would be, it's like seems poetic and, and great. Like, just like, what? This whole time we could have all just been getting high. Is that the secret to the universe? If you could just Is embrace people like drinking period blood, eating pussies on periods. Like I feel, I love it. It's my favorite high. thing. Like, I, get, I get this endorphin there. rush. It's like, See, uh, I yeah. still believe in it. I still maybe believe it, it probably it is. is good for us. It just feels like something that would be true. Cause if, cause like anything that I feel like is like, it, it can't be true just because like, I feel like we would have figured that out. We are other cultures but, but and men. other people already eat so many different types of blood yeah. that like, and we we eat the placenta and people will eat the umbilical cord and shit like well, that. So we it's should like, do some studies or if like, see if there have been any done. Cause now I do. I mean, I want to know maybe we never would have figured it out. Cause guys are so there, icky ha- about there going has down to have been some fucking feminist at some point in time. They're like, we drink our some period. Lesbian blood. feminist scientists who, Oh God. Yes. I mean, I think it's probably at a point in time where they would have been uncomfortable with lesbians. I, we don't, I don't know. They would be like, you know, we well, need to burn the lesbian, lesbian, but we're going to drink our period blood. Closeted lesbian scientists were definitely... Scientists? I'm what just... Ta- what? Doing these little studies? I guess, we're, about- I guess we're painting like different pictures in our heads. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? I'm just saying in my head, like I'm imagining like some like, you know, 1592 like feminist like drinking their period blood and like secret and like a witchy thing or like Ugh. in like a ritual thing like Ugh. yeah we are powerful but and, and like they wouldn't be okay with lesbians that's my whole oh, that was sure. what i was imagining you're yeah imagining, you're way like, some you're just modern, further back in history yeah, yeah. you imagine some like modern like we're drinking our period blood and doing tests and running 
Yeah, that kind of like, lesbian. Lab, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. If it was if it was earlier than that, then you're absolutely right. But that is so creepy. Uh, to just think of her like spooning mouth, you know, handfuls of her period goop into her mouth from her vagina, just under a full moon. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> feeling high. I don't know. If any of y'all not just have had pe- period blood in your mouth, but like have actively drank or consumed it, please let us know. That is, a, that is somebody I want to talk to. If you have drunk at least... Or if you've done this tampon thing. If it's a bigger thing than ounces. we know about and you've gotten yeah. drunk. Because it's not a drunk feeling. They say it's kind of loopy. It makes you loopy and high. It's like an, in like And they just have nothing better going on in Singapore. Indonesia. What was it? Indonesia. Indonesia. I just... Th- no, I mean, I just think it's, you know, teenagers trying to find another way to get fucked up. <laughs> I know. I just feel like I wouldn't... I've heard you can do a lot of nutmeg. I, I would I would just think I would do a lot of things before I would get around to like boiling a tampon. I don't know. I don't know. They quoted this one kid. He's like, yeah, me and my friends sip on it all day, every day. Okay. We we have to figure out if this is true. <laughs> it's true, dude. It's true. Need, I need a documentary to be can made. Somebody <laughs> send, can somebody like, is there a way for somebody to like make some tampon, some non-used tampon water and then run it through like a Brita a bunch of times and like purify it and then send it to us. Like I'll, I would, I would take a sip of it if it's just boiled tampon water and then we have some way to purify it without it. But like it's going to purify the up. chlorine, you know, you're not going to get the filters don't take the chlorine out, do yeah. they? Oh, I don't know. So, so you want to get fucked up on the chlorine, but you don't want any of that tampon stuff in there or what? Yeah. It's like, can we boil the tampons? Then like take them out and then like filter the water bunch and then reboil the water just to make sure it's I sterile. Just buy some chlorine and water well, it down I, and drink obviously that. Obviously, it doesn't work that way. Or that's what these motherfuckers <laughs> would be doing. Maybe right? they could. They just don't realize <laughs> just, it. And maybe that's why they sometimes use the blood ones because they're too poor to buy anything else. But they already have these tampons, and, it's and like, so they don't want to waste, waste it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste it. That's the only thing that I'll makes fucking... sense is that they're they're like so poor that that's what, or you know or like there's no access for them to like or not only that, alcohol or Indonesia is a huge country. Right, like the the main capital is twenty five million people living in. It. Not everybody's impoverished. I'm certain every. Well, I'm just trying to figure out who would be motivated. Either. Who would be motivated to I'm drink tampon you, dude, water? You could find some fucking suburban kid here doing. Like when I was oh watching, God, I yeah. Hope so. I you, watched two videos of two white girls somewhere doing it today, just to see if it, is, I could is see now a video. The, like Tide Pod challenge kind of a thing. Is that what? I don't know. It's not that big. I only saw two. videos. No, but I just mean like that kind of what happens is that people just hear something crazy and then they just are like, "Let me make a YouTube video." Yeah, about it's like it. let's do it. it, it there's a difference between the the one offers that just do it one off and then the people that like actually do it to get fucked up yeah I, that's the like i, I can see a lot of <laughs> the people my doing strange it. addiction episode of tampon yeah, water girl tampon water there's just no high quite like tampon water high and i do think that the heavier my flow the higher i'm getting you know <laughs> dude the more it. you cough and you smoke weed the higher you get it's mm-hmm. fucking science see? No. Yeah. yeah it's the same thing but with clumps you just need yeah, dude. Do you have to whisk it if they're clumps? <laughs> <laughs> like break it up? I just sprinkle a little baking soda on it to activate it. Oh my god! This is the Gender Fluids podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Austin Smart, a 26 year old queer trans girl, and I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32 year old bisexual androgynous genderqueer. For now, today, and we are two stand up comedians from Austin, Texas bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't also super gay. This is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're under Gender Fluids Podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And on FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Can we, we could all honestly start selling boutique tampon water. Totally. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just, like, Just such an Austin based company. Boutique tampon water. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Sorry. I just imagined this like in my new pot. I just bought just like the new stock pot. I bought like boiling. It's like Ariel, I know you want to flush these tampons, but we need you to save no. them. I can see the packaging at Whole Foods. Um, it would be like a clear, a uh, bottle that's kind of like about the size of a test tube, really not that much bigger, like a little bit bigger with a, a plain white cap. And anyway, that's how I imagine our period. And there's just so there's just like a light pink color, beautiful, like beautiful a rose water color almost. Yeah, rose water, just gorgeous, right next to the kombucha. 
All the butter. See, coffee. what I think we should do is because you know we're going to have customers of varying, varying interests, mm-hmm. and it'll just look prettier. It'll give us more marketing opportunities. Love the design, but we we should start with um, light rose water mm-hmm. colored. Mm-hmm. But then we should have like, well, you know, like, like that's dagger. like the, like, that's like the Zinfandel, mm-hmm. but then we need to move to like a Merlot-y <laughs> kind of color. <laughs> Just all clumps in the last one. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, it's like the kombucha <laughs> of it. There's shit floating. And tapioca <laughs> pearls. <laughs> yeah, the bubble tea version. <laughs> oh, God. One could be called, <laughs> if one day our lives involve... We semi-fertilized version. <laughs> Austin, if our lives ever involve me with like a little <laughs> sifter getting the period out of the toilet. <laughs> oh my god! Something is wrong. No, I gotta t- I gotta not take testosterone just so I can keep having period clumps in case we ever need it. For yeah, our we business need those. They ventures. could be valuable. They could be valuable. God knows. I we- think three to four levels would be good. Four once the business has grown. Three to start off mm. with. We'll do three, and then the fourth will be the clumpy, clumpy version once mm-hmm. we're po- more popular mm-hmm. and people kind of like are into the brand. You know? Right. Yeah. They're I- like, we want more natural. Like you asked more natural. Here it is, mother. Here we go. (laughs) As natural as we can get without legally selling you blood. (laughs) Oh, are we not allowed to sell blood? (laughs) This is incidental blood. Just like how you can incidentally fuck yourself with those cake toppers. There's incidentally blood in our tampon water. This isn't (laughs) approved. Yeah. We might have to sell this from another country. <laughs> we're not shipping it to you and we're not telling you who is you have to fly there. to another country to buy these uh, we only ship to amazon boxes <laughs> you <gotta> go <laughs> costa rica to- <laughs> hey you know how at least once a year you go to either costa rica iceland you know like some uh, some yeah. one of these currently not that expensive to get to countries well we got our period water here's the thing this is not going to be uh accessible to people of all like socioeconomic like mm. classes this is going to be expensive this oh, is really? going <laughs> to yeah, yeah you're like, right if i'm fishing the clumps out of and my... here's the thing it's like no like it's being sold in whole foods like it'll be sold there but it's going to cost you some money like if you're able well, to whole foods. F- yeah i mean that's if we can get it in whole in foods tool. if we can't and you're flying to other countries well you've got the money to fly to other countries to buy it so yeah, cough obviously. up the dough motherfuckers like yeah, yeah pay for our product mm-hmm. this is we are the only people in the world <laughs> Who are that, even thinking that, that about produce. selling this? <laughs> <laughs> I think we can say that. <laughs> They're even contemplating. <laughs> that even consider. I don't know if these kids are doing it over there. You know, there's got to be like someone Go, with all right. like uh, we're just ready to make a pretty penny. That's well, not just that is ready to make, but might be making. Like somebody might have true. like a little like production setup. That's like, true. Guys, if you ever get tired of boiling your own tampons, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have a solution for you. Oh my God! Just instead of a lemonade stand, I'm gonna spit up a line. Oh fuck! There was an adult babies thing. Yeah, I can see I I'm leaning to, into my child like this. Oh just shit! Like you are. That was it. Fuck! I saw this post. Uh, 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 that was this girl who's like a. She's not an adult baby. She's a DL. She's a diaper lover, right? Mm-hmm. So they're separate from. They're just diaper fetishists, essentially, right? Separate from the adult baby community. Mm-hmm. Um, and this girl. There we go. Um, I was like what the fuck is this what am i actually seeing what i'm thinking i'm seeing she posted two pictures and the first one was her in just like a long kind of athletic tank top with a pair of like olive green leggings on and she had like a, one hand on her hip and hip cocked posing in like a mirror pic mm-hmm. and then the second picture was from uh you know she was holding it looking down her own body mm-hmm. and was pulling the leggings away and then underneath the diaper and you can see like, or not underneath the diaper, just the leggings way. And you could see down and see she was wearing like a little pull up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the caption was just like, got everything I need to go out for a run, trying these babies out. But what it was, was they were concealed carry leggings. <laughs> <laughs> and what? so she had like a fucking, like, I think it was like a 30, like a 38 or like a, no, it was like a <laughs> nine or something like that, like tucked into these uh-huh. concealed carry things with her pull up next to it. 
right? Wearing a pull-up with so, these concealed... Okay, ca- so she's wearing a diaper and well, two Well, she's guns. wearing, like, a pull-up, like, a good night, like, uh, just, like, you know, you, it's, like, I don't know much about diaper culture, It's, also. like, well, it's just, like... I don't know. It's just baby shit. That it's just like I don't know, you know much you, about babies. Either. Okay, so you like put kids in diapers for a while, yeah, and then when you're tra- potty training them and uh-huh. teaching them to like be a fucking human, uh-huh. um, eventually you switch them to pull ups when they're kind of like mostly in control. They don't. They're not supposed to like piss in them. It's for like accidents, so they can pull them, da- slide them down, and pull them up. They've I got see. like slightly elasticy sides on them, right? So okay. they can go use like the big girl potty or big boy potty, and yeah. then. But if they have an accident, it's okay and it's fine. But like, interesting, yeah. So it's like a tiny, really thin. Like you can, I don't know what age you like put kids in pull ups, but there's an age. I think it's probably like five or some shit. I don't know four. Uh, okay. Surely kids aren't in diapers at four, right? I don't think so. No, you're definitely not in it. I think you're in a diaper at like two. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe three. I don't have a grasp on that timeline. Yeah, we clearly do not (laughs) spend a lot of time with children at all. Hey, if anyone needs a babysitter, though, I would actually like to babysit your kids. uh, Not I said the cat. Um, So this, but this bitch is a diaper lover person. So she loves it and she does these diapers like big adult diapers a lot but mm-hmm. her apparently her workout thing is like you know i wear leggings and like a pull-up but it's like wait hold up like also like i'm looking at your page now because i saw this picture and i was like wait this bitch is wearing a pull-up and can skilled carry like yeah. fucking leggings that's tight like with a gun and i was mm-hmm. like well i gotta look into you adult like, baby no, diaper no, lover. A, a, a diaper lover, gun lover. Concealed carrier. Okay. Um, and like she, a lot of, her, not all of her page, but a lot of her page is like people asking her questions about her guns and like, it's like these weird people who are like, oh, fuck, man. Like, you know, I really like diapers and I also love guns. <laughs> like people are telling her what guns they have yeah. and they're talking about it. It's just like, dude, what a fucking weird, weird intersection. Yeah. Of uh-huh. just like interests. You like guns and girls and diapers, which two very large things. A lot of people like, I can see there being an overlap. I just never thought I would discover a Tumblr page that <laughs> directly represented that right. overlap. Nor did I ever even conceive of that overlap until it was put in front of me. Right. Like, what of course, world. there are people that are into both of these things, but what a fucking world, man. Like, I, I didn't know wild. how to feel about it. It's wild. Part of me was like, look, keep your guns out of my, like, fetish research, okay? <laughs> like, I'm in over here trying Babies to dig don't through. Have guns. <laughs> well, I mean, and when they do, they usually kill themselves or somebody else. Good point. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, most toddler gun deaths are like, what's this? Oh, my <laughs> God. What if that chick, like, kills herself one day <laughs> in her diaper? <laughs> and it's like this weird... <laughs> Oh, dude, I mean, I I mean, I would feel bad because, like, here's the thing. She seems like a super nice person, and I shouldn't laugh at her, like, hypothetical death. She actually kills herself, like, when she's in baby mode. If she... Well, she doesn't go into baby oh, mode again. Doesn't. Just diaper she just lover. Wears it. Okay. Yeah, but it's not even if like why are you a diaper lover? But it's only pull ups. I feel like if you were a true it's not diaper only lover, pull ups. I, oh. I said that already. Oh. You obviously weren't paying attention. Well, because sometimes my mind is being blown, and it's hard for me to process. You know what people are Keep doing. Up. In this We've world. been doing this for a year. I'm getting there. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. I was reading this article today that the ACLU put out. A couple of them about the CIA's torture program and how they aren't having how like the program is based on like this like false idea of instilling learned helplessness in the detainees. Mm-hmm. And I, and like, you're supposed to just break them down and to the point to where you not only are you certain they will give you any information that they have, but that they have been tortured so long that they will not, that there's no possible way they had, they're withholding anything either. Wow. Right. And that they don't not aware of anything. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing with you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm just going to beat. I feel like after a year of this bullshit, I'm just, I should have <laughs> beaten you I, down by now. I feel like we've like gotten fucking, very far. We have, but not as far as I thought, you know, just oh, like, I am come strong. on now. <laughs> you know, to kick it up a notch. I mean, no. you weren't gagging at the thought of like drinking period blood water. So I that is a good off, thing. But. You know, I mean, I would if I let myself think about it, but I just have tighter control of my brain Fuck, than I, I ever saying, even did yeah i was saying uh i know i shouldn't feel bad 
or I shouldn't laugh at her like death or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck. What Diaper lover accidentally shoots herself. I mean, God. I know the irony. Oh, just but the picture. It, it that scenario does come like come to my mind a lot because it's a very real fear I have. Totally. Of I do a lot of weird shit. What if I fucking slip in the shower while I'm doing some fucking weird shit? Yeah. And you like I don't care if you find me, but you know, I'm pretty sure if you found me, like, I don't know, with what on mm-hmm. in the shower, you're not going to take it off me. You're just going to call the police. No, and so the police report's going to say... If you want me to, I will, I will make sure, you know... You know, Austin found in dog mask with bone up ass, like, you know, I'll some shit like... I'll fucking take the bone out of your ass if, if, if you know, if I yeah. find you dead sometime. <laughs> and then I'm also just like, I've told a few friends this. This is just a public service announcement to anybody out there, and you included... <laughs> If I die, oh. your first priority mm-hmm. is getting everything weird out of my bedroom. Totally, yeah. No, I've got, gotcha. I've just got a stack. I've got a couple bags. They're not that hard to find, but just like my parents do not need to have the experience yeah. of cleaning that out no, after I've I'll, died somehow. I'll try. I'll come because yeah, I feel I feel that for your parents, as cool as they are. You know, no one's cool enough <laughs> to, no. to be okay with whatever's hidden in there. What, what, yeah, what's in Austin's room? <laughs> Every now and then I have to go in there for some reason. It's just like, oh God, what am I going to see? What am I going to see? Dude, a lot of times when I bring people back home, I have, I like, um, we're like downstairs and they're like, do you want to go up to your room? I'm like, yeah, give me one minute. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's fine if it's messy. I'm like, not that. It's just like, I'm into some shit. And, like, I don't really give a fuck about leaving it out if no one's going to be in there. So, there's just stuff laying around my room. And if I know something's coming back, I'll try and put everything away. But I always do one more sweep before someone comes up. Just like, did I leave? What's what's around here? Yeah, it's best to do a double. Just tossing (laughs) towels on top of things. I've been trying to put Uh it up. Just like, yeah, come on upstairs. Like, throwing (laughs) like shit, kicking it under the bed. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. So, I I will make sure to do that. Um, <laughs> Try not to die. Hey, Ariel. Hey, hey, Austin. What? <laughs> that was a weird way to say my name. I know. Hey, Ariel. Hey, Austin. <laughs> okay, we're, we're fourth graders for the rest of this. Yeah. We do our sex toy reviews as 10-year-olds. <laughs> Hi. I liked it when it vibrated inside of me. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to deny children's sexuality. I was a very sexual kid. And, you know, I just don't want to keep pretending that children aren't sexual. They have sexual lives. Yeah, I read an article about that today. That was about like well, it's in cartoons, and it was about like the how like the sexualization of like girls in cartoons versus boys like leads to an oversexualization. I don't know if you can say pedophilization, sure. but of like men in the country and totally. Like when She-Ra came out, like the new reboot, like there were dudes that were pissed that she wasn't as hot. And it's like, or like when Kim Possible, the, you know, Kim Possible, the no, Di- I've heard of her. Disney Channel cartoon that I grew up with, they're doing a live version. And she used to wear a midriff shirt in the cartoon. And this one, they took away the midriff and people were fucking uh, pissed. Oh. Right. And it's just like, it's like, she's 14. Mm-hmm. She's 14. Like, she's not supposed to be fuckable, you fucking animals. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, let her be a cool fucking badass, like smart, like spy. If you want something naked to look at that show, look at the naked mole rat. Jerk off to that. Dumb cocksuckers. Anywho. um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you took your little trip to the Florida Keys with your family and you took your packer along with you. I did take my packer. while there, you texted me and you're like, I'm finally wearing it out. Yeah. And so you've worn it. You wore it then, I guess, for the first time, maybe. Well, okay. So then what's your experience with the Ben? So the first night I got it out because I was like, oh, right, I got to wear this packer. I got to figure it out. And I was like, let me just put it on at least so that I even have some idea about what I'll be able to like wear it with or whatever. And um, so I put it on and I was like, oh, damn, this is 
um, a lot more than I. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't get that be. six and a half like, now, right? Thank God, I didn't get the six. And I half. told you, fucking. I was like Jesus, and I was like, is this how big <coughs> men's dicks are when they're soft? Like that they're dealing with this <coughs> shit? Is this real? Four and a halfs. That packer. Um, Does that <coughs> skew a little big? Well, so it's good. Weight wise, it's probably going to skew a little big because it's got a small base to it uh-huh. triangular base with the balls right yeah so it's a little um, heavy so it's a little heavy and also a four and a half inch soft dick uh-huh. it's a pretty sizable soft dick okay most dudes dick when dicks most do dick uh-huh. most dudes dick when they're soft i think it's probably like at least in my experience seeing it in my own and like you know sucking them and watch them go through all the stages uh-huh. probably like two and a half to like four inches okay yeah like so, a solid four but like a like yeah. four is still the upper side like that's like that's like this and like that's a pretty yeah so this thing was a, know, is above average and so barely but yes but yeah and so i'm just like <laughs> okay so wearing this is going to be a thing and oh, man. so <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just gonna continue going down like check number one off get the four and a half check number two off you're not gonna know how to deal with all of that yeah yeah it's a thing it's a thing okay and so then i was like well let me see if i can fuck myself with it turns out not really because it's limp so um you know but i had to try i think with the six and a half you might be able to like finagle some fucking with enough yeah. lube yeah, I, I mean, may, you maybe, but it's like hollow. It kind of folds in on. Well, here's the thing: really... you've never tried to shove a soft dick inside someone before. There's an art to it, right? Well, I guess so. <laughs> and I wasn't willing to like. Put also, up never with had it. a soft, sh- soft dick shoved inside you either. No. So really, no experience with soft dick shoving. None, none at all. None <laughs> at all. You're so right. I'm sure. Yeah. So maybe I could do it, and it was just kind of like, well. You know, if I have a dick here, I'm going to try to fuck myself with it, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know. Um, Let's strap it on Ellie's back and give it a little okay, heft. No. <laughs> and no. Okay. Um, so anyway, there was that. And then I didn't for a few days. I kind of even, you know, was just not really thinking about it. Because, I mean, we're swimming and stuff where I'm just, you know. So yeah, I, wasn't no trying to, I wasn't trying to, like, wear it while we went snorkeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't like, okay. But so finally one night I was like... <laughs> I mean, can you imagine <laughs> if I were a cooler no, cause person? No, because your your uh, your swim trunks for sure don't have nets in it. I no, no, I do because oh, I you do, do I do wear yeah. No, you wear nets. That's disgusting. Because it's just they're so cute from H and M. That was like it's the cutest uh, swimsuit I've ever had. I don't fuck with knitted shorts, dude. Well, I don't. Anywho, go ahead. I, it doesn't really affect me. I just I like the net. No, no, no. Go ahead. Anyway, um, so I could have so I could have worn them. I guess I could have, but I finally put it on like the last night and my family was all just my well my parents and my sister and my brother and his wife were you know sitting around talking about politics or something I don't know I honestly I was trying so hard not to just be on my phone I finally went and got a glass of wine from the little cafe and you came got a back glass and, of wine in your wait in your no, we went. I did wear my packer to get the glass of wine too. Yeah. okay so so I put it on and I wore my brown pants i think which like or i wore something loose maybe it was my swimsuit i actually was my swimsuit and i was like i looked in the mirror and i was like okay you cannot were you, were see you, this thing were you using anything to hold it in place besides the swimsuit oh i had i had brought um one of the jock straps you'd given me was it the diesel one um maybe it well it's it's what color is it uh, it's red and blue. That's that's the brand Addicted. Yeah, Addicted. Yes, the Addicted, yes, the addicted one. Addicted Jockstrap. Yeah, that's a good one. It's got that's a nice a wide front too, so I can hold totally. it. Totally. So I was holding it pretty, and it's like I'm like I'm like, am I tucking right now too? Like I'm like, what do penis people do? Do they like just like if you're not trans, like do you kind of wedge it in? Like how do you? Different techniques, man. Every yeah. different strokes for different folks. You know, some people just fucking let it hang down to the left, down to the right. People have those preferences. Some people casually like flip it back a little bit. It also depends on the underwear you're wearing. Are you a boxer person? Are you a brief person? Uh-huh. If you're in, if you're in jock straps like that, those are so contained that yeah. like it just kind of holds it in a nice little cock pouch, right? right. But like. It really is just up to your <laughs> preference and kind of what system you figured out. What pants are you wearing? What? How tight are yeah. they? How do they fit? Also, 
you know how girls are like, how comfortable am I in showing how much of like my body at this point? Dudes, a lot of times have to figure out like how much of my like my fucking dick and my package totally. don't want to show off. There's some guys that fucking rock it. Like yeah. you know they'll do like super skin tight jeans, no underwear, look at the whole outline. There's some people that do a little bulge. There's different yeah. styles. I yeah, I've never how you I wear your dick is enough. a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it enough. Wow. So oh. look at this journey, this sex toy product brought totally. to you by tabutoys.com is taking you down. Anywho. Tabutoys.com. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, but the other the issue that I then started having, and I, I even <laughs> encountered this in front of you, I when I would sit down while wearing this thing, like some sometimes I would kind of sit on it or something like little air would <laughs> squeeze out. And like, it's like these little dick queeps. And I would, I like, I a few times sat down in front of you and it would happen. I was like, was laughing and you didn't seem to be noticing. And I was like, me. Yeah. I can't hear you. I, oh, I no don't know. Listening for it. What it just happens all the time. There's little, like little sounds <laughs> of air. Something I'm not quite that high pitched. Does that happen with actual dicks? No, fuck. Oh, okay, no. I was gonna say, but I mean, yeah. the worst you is like, ah, what happened? Jesus. Oh, I sat on my balls. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I like I people just... shit talk mansplaining, and look, it's a fucking real issue. It's stupid that dudes spread their legs so Man far wide. I mean, yeah, men spreading. Sorry, it's drunk again. Um, I haven't eaten dinner and just like three glasses of wine to eat. Mm-hmm. California porn, this bitch over here. Um, but uh. You gotta spread your legs a little bit if you're a dude. Yeah. You're gonna sit on your balls, and if you keep your legs perfectly together, and this is from someone who I can't sit without my legs being crossed now, because I like the tuck, and it just feels weird to spread, and spreading it like opens up my inguinal canals, my balls can slip out sometimes, and so (laughs) I love crossing legs but it's like if if i'm not doing that like i have you have to you have to give them space to breathe otherwise it's like you you can pick you can pick dudes getting five to six inches between their knees Mm -hmm. for some people with bigger dicks seven to twelve also just bigger thighs seven to twelve inches yeah yeah bigger thighs perfectly acceptable right you can pick that or you can pick every dude when they're sitting down next to you on the subway or on a bus or somewhere having to fucking reach in their pocket in their pants and like scoop their fucking balls and dick up above their fucking fat thighs so they don't get crushed. Yeah, totally. And then you get to, once they're done doing that, you get, to, yeah, you get to stare at the fucking bulge that just sticks out on the yeah. top of their fucking pants. You know why people are spreading their legs? So they don't look like they have a fucking erection in public. So right. no one's like, look at this weird motherfucker with a giant bulge on their pants that they've been taught to be self-conscious about their whole life. So I true. get, I oh get man spreading's a problem. I get no one should like throw their fucking elbows out and spread their like fucking legs yeah, don't be a like, dick about three it feet wide but, but it's yeah. like you know like look like sitting now i'm tucked and like fucking 12 inches between my knees is comfortable yeah if i have to go okay i'm lying at two feet in between your knees should be acceptable because some people have some big fucking dicks i've like seen them and i fucked a lot of them so right now th- like where my feet are spread just slightly beside like shoulder width apart hmm. i've got some broad shoulders so it might be a little big but this is like this still if i was wearing baggy jeans like it's about where my fucking feet would need to be if i'm sitting down and i don't want my dick to get squashed or to have like my fucking cock and balls flipped up into like the little yeah. front zipper part which is not comfortable it doesn't feel good rubbing on your dick yeah. No one wins in this situation. Just like let it, like fucking pour bleach on dudes. <laughs> Did you see this bitch that pours yeah. bleach on dudes' crotches that are men's? Fuck that bitch. Like she has no clue what she's doing. Seriously, that's, that's so crazy. fucking stupid. And I love punk rock shit like that. Like when I first read it, I was like, oh, bitch is pouring bleach on somebody. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. No. But all she, yeah, all the, well, uh, yeah. Over, okay. over two feet. If I, We've all seen guys half, who feet. are demonstrably man spreading yeah and it's gross. fucking dumb that's but obvi- but yeah but i've always thought Ugh, you know yeah, what are you doing it's like i do need less space especially if someone's like bigger than me like you said just their thigh size even i i even besides the dick but just like some people are gonna need a little bit more space you know and i can take up less space and like there are times when i will assert myself if, if like if a guy's being a dick about it i'll totally yeah. like take up a little bit more space but i'm not trying to make him cross his legs you know what i mean i'm not trying to make him like you know, be small. Like, yeah. No, why would you? You know, yeah, exactly. And that's uh, that's interesting to know. I mean, I certainly didn't know about that dynamic with the dick, but even just... Yeah, you, now you're having this experience where sitting you're sitting down, on it. I'm sitting on it. And I'm like, how do you... So would I not sit on it? Right. Because it keeps making these little 
dick queef. And here's the thing: sounds. in those underwear, even like those are pretty good underwear to stop that from happening. So this isn't oh, like this like packer is so large mm-hmm. that it's like slipping down in loose underwear. Like that's a tight, good pair of underwear. Yeah. It's just like yeah, with a dick, if you don't know what you're doing, it takes practice and yeah. a technique to like I, I fucking have to figure out how to fucking sit down right with a dick on. Yeah, it was very intimidating. And when it did rub against my clit sometimes. So, yeah. I mean, there, there there was definitely some amount of like, yeah, I'm just kind of in a more sexual place constantly in my mind because there's always a little bit of sensation happening because of this dick, you know? Yeah. I don't know what that's like for a penis, you know, if your brain's hooked up to that. But for me, this thing is just rubbing against my clit a little bit all the time. And so whatever's going on around my family or whatever, I'm just like, man, I really would like to be like flirting with a with my girlfriends right now. Yeah. You know, Somebody, anybody. Somebody, like get me out of this fucking family Boy, thing. Boy, if I only I were genuinely into incest, this would be so much right, more fun. This would be ideal, but... Ooh, my family is you not know, attractive. You know who doesn't complain about the holidays? People who want to fuck their family. Totally. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they save it up. And they only fuck once a year, but they're all like down. <laughs> not yet. What'd you guys do? Well, hey, yeah. hey, hey, you know. Ben, oh, you gotta. What come does your back. family get up to? You gotta come back to the McCormick family suck and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's legendary. <laughs> All the Last year, Nana finished the 12 grandkids off yeah. all on her own. <laughs> yeah, no taboos. <laughs> uh, they all have that tramp stamped on them. No taboos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so if you had to make... So I, I don't know. I'm really interested in this because I've sold different packers to people before when I worked at the sex shop. Uh-huh. And um, I liked the way this one looked. I liked the shape and size of it. And I was interested what you thought about the base of it, like the triangular base. Did you do you kind of enjoy that? Would you have changed the base at all? Or do you well, have any what modifications? were the other base options? Some of them don't have a base. Some of them are just like, so instead of having a triangle and then the dick and balls kind of on top of that, uh-huh. right? You have like a dick and ball set up. And then there's just a small, small little kind of like circular, circular area that's really squishy and soft. It's just meant to like press up against you. Um, but I mean, you can't know what that's like, but I'm just saying that. So with this, cause that, this, the, it's the Buck Angel, uh, fun boy packer, mm-hmm. um, from tabletoys.com and the triangular base has three holes in it, right? Yeah. And so I think that looks like it's meant to like loop a thing through and tie yes. it to you to make sure it's more secure. Yes. But I think since you had these, um, those addicted like jock strap, that jock strap on it kind of. Yeah, Held I had it both. No, well. it it was really great because I needed that help because I first of all don't know what I'm doing. Second of all, you know what I mean. Like, I, it, I can't tell you how many times, many years ago in my lesbian days when I actually would use strap. I've used strap on. I've like been the wearer of a strap on, maybe a dozen times in my life. Honestly, it's like a very even in all those years of lesbian relationships. I just was not. And the times that I would with various women. We would, for years, just, like, get tangled up in these crazy leather harnesses that, like, <laughs> you're a child, you have to keep turning on lights to, like, figure, it's, like, ruins the mood, because you're, like, what the fuck? It's, like, those little pu- mental puzzle games that you try to figure out. Yeah, like, to, like to, to there's try to get three rings, it's take them so apart. Diff- I have no spatial reason. Like, Asperger's, <laughs> like, I'm just, like, ah, I can't. So, these, this is just really great, because it's, like, a very simple harness situation like it's you know if i can understand it anyone can understand it and and it just fits on and it was secure i don't know what i would have done with a loose stick like i, I definitely needed glad that, there base. Was that base for sure yeah because i was i was interested when i saw it was there right because mm-hmm. we saw it in a package online and kind of like in another picture but you couldn't really once i saw it, it was like that that almost seems nice because it does look like it would like wrap onto your body fairly well mm-hmm. and like provide like a more firm kind of foundation for the dick almost yeah. in a way 
especially if you haven't worn a packer before and yeah. like like maybe you could go with like something a little more free form and loose if you've like done it for a while but it certainly is like a way to try it out and just see if you can handle a dick yeah it seems like a pretty fucking good route in totally it's very user-friendly <laughs> but also so if you have a penis um you can put it into it because it's hollow you can put your dick in there you can't or- fit your dick in that i looked at it man i saw I took well, it out of the package when you first got it. I think if you, you I think the idea is like, that if you have one, you have a small penis. You gotta have like a micro. I'm telling you, that was a tiny hole. Well, maybe it's for like trans dude, like like the. Uh, I thought. I honestly thought that that was more for like, uh, like if you wanted to fuck somebody, you put a vibrator or something. Well, that's what it, I was like wondering too. Inside. If you had the right size thing, you might be able to get it erect with yeah, like yeah. a vibrator or something like and that. And fuck someone with it. Yeah, so I'm wondering if there's like an attachment. Or something, or but you know, I could figure out probably something that I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that would be kind of fun because it is black, and I do feel pretty cool uh, with it. I mean, like, I I would like to now. I have. I I need to. I need to learn to use a strap on. And I can teach you. I can teach you a cool. really easy way to size a harness too without feeling Asperger's or yeah. like you have a lack of spatial reasoning. Okay. It's it's a pretty easy like couple step process like do this first make sure this is good do this second third make okay. sure this is good <laughs> maybe we should save that for a gender fluids live oh yeah we need to do our little demonstrations yeah i'll put a harness on you <laughs> asperger's you sex demonstrations <laughs> yeah <laughs> asperger's sex camp <laughs> if y'all want to see the most intimate ariel and i've ever been together <laughs> so true yeah we're not like this <laughs> no. oh man well, I'm glad you enjoyed your fun new toy from toy from Taboo Toys. Oh, it's we'll a see whole what new we, world, you know. We'll see what we get into next month. Yeah, I'm just having experiences out here, you know. Yeah. So we're at the end of an episode, another episode, and instead of our fetish of the week segment we're gonna stick in this fun little erotic fan fiction that we have made for you but before we do that a uh, word from us yeah a word from us so i just wanted to say i'm gonna be in houston for thanksgiving just thursday and friday so if you are listening to this um when it comes out and you live in houston you can come see me i'll be doing shows at the secret group on thanks the night of thanksgiving and the next and and not Good Friday, Black Friday. Um, there's shows at like 8 and 11. So come out to that. Are they free? Do they cost money? What's the deal? Oh, I'm sure they cost money. People who live in Houston have money. Yeah, it's like 10 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So what you're fixing to hear, guys, is the first part of what could be a two, maybe three, we still don't know, part story. We have... We definitely have part two outlined and there's a tentative ending to it, but I don't know. But we got a little excited. We were just supposed to write one erotic fan fiction, an erotic fiction for a fan. Yeah. Due to a Patreon level, right? Yeah. How do you say that? Uh, Yeah. One of our Patreon tiers is 20 bucks and for 20 bucks, we'll write a custom erotic fiction for you, fanfic for a fan, uh, for you. I like that fanfic for a fan. Fanfic for a fan. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Um, about you uh include you in it you can give us guidelines or things that you want as to much happen. detail as you want you yeah know? um and we'll try and do it don't write the story for us though and uh then we'll we'll read it live on air um and so <laughs> this is our first one we got a little yeah a little carried away so <laughs> yeah this is part one well, but we were also given great instructions by this listener yeah this amazing listener of ours uh also you get more than just the story if you get the 20 dollar tier you also get like uh, shout out, thank you, uh, which we will do hers later. She's getting a story now. And then you also get access to our weekly takeouts, our outtakes where we say shit that's too fucked up. It's that not we outtakes. It's just know, stuff we can't, we don't feel comfortable releasing it's, unless you're paying it's us It's just for too it. much it's, for the general public. Yeah, <laughs> this is not, this is not stuff that 
We just want anyone to be able to just listen to. Mm -hmm. And then also you'll get, uh, for $20, you also get access to like our new monthly D&D adventures, Mm -hmm. uh, Ariel's Erotic D&D Adventure. Yeah. And you get access to those because those are all like other tiers amounts. So you know how like if you get the- Those are lower. Yeah. yeah, Five bucks is the outtakes, 10 Mm -hmm. bucks is the outtakes and the D&D thing. You know, 20 bucks is the- So you got lots of options if you want to support art. You know, out here. If you don't want to be a faggot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, do you not want to be a faggot? Yeah. Then give us money. Only faggots don't contribute to our Patreon. I mean, that's how the Baptist church makes money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or conversion therapy they got camps. All the, all the faggots are giving them money. So don't be a faggot. I, want, I wonder what the sticker price on conversion therapy is. Because you know they're not oh, doing yeah. it for free. I never thought about it. They should have to pay for that. Yeah. I bet Mormons do it for free. But if it's not Mormons, hmm. If you're doing conversion therapy for free, you're definitely a horrible person. No. I mean, wouldn't that make you a better person? Because you're you, that means you believe in it. No, at that least. means it's worse. Because well, then you can't justify it as you're just making money. You're just like <laughs> literally trying to fuck well, it up. Well, it might be like sadder, but it's morally like... I, I would look, I would smile at them more if I were judging who was like a good person. Like they at least clearly mean well if they're not taking money. If you're just, I mean, that's hilarious. But if you're just cynically like, hey guys, you want to get non-gay? I'll just tape your eyes open and do some kind of like reverse <laughs> clockwork orange thing with boobs for a minute. I, you know, if you're just, you know, <laughs> that's evil. My sweet person at least means well. He's just he's just doing more damage. I don't know. I respect the hustle more. I sure respect the hustle. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I kind of want to do it. We should open a, a, a gay uh, therapy, Convert, gay yeah. conversion therapy thing. We're just not telling you what we're converting you to. Yeah. <laughs> we're not saying we're making we're you We're just going to convert you to a new thing. <laughs> You're just You only different. like um, pre-op tra- trans dudes now. So, uh, you know. Anywho, a little off subject, but uh, so yeah, this is part one of the uh fanfic for a fan Mm -hmm. uh it's part one after you hildy was exhausted week after week of raping and pillaging the villages of the other viking tribes along the gallic river had been tiresome work it was only on the day before that she had finally accomplished what she had long sought amongst all her raping and pillaging in the land of theandale hildy had located the most powerful and feared viking leader in the land besides herself of course and he had suffered the same fate as 12 other chieftains before him. You see, every winter for the past 24 years, Hildy had sought out the strongest warrior in whatever region of Theandale she and her men had decided to raid. When this warrior was discovered, man or woman, word was sent to them requesting a meeting. The request was direct, plain, and assured a peaceful meeting so long as the request was filled. This, of course, was a lie. Those that escaped Hildy and her Vikings had spread tales throughout Theandale of her murderous seductions, spinning stories of a brutal, monstrous woman with an appetite for flesh and destruction. The stories painted pictures of Hildy as a hideous vision covered in blood and protected by armor sewn together with the entrails of her foes. Her hair, so whispered some, contained bits of bone, teeth, and rotting eyeballs that had splattered there as she mowed her enemies down wielding a longsword in each hand. The most powerful whom Hildy requested a meeting with were never prepared for the woman that arrived. Hildy looked nothing like the story's descriptions. When she arrived at these meetings, she sauntered into the main tent, unarmed, and dressed lightly in a red, semi-transparent silk dress. Whenever she moved, the elegant jewel-encrusted necklaces and bracelets dripping off of her ringed ever so slightly with the screams of the victims she had claimed the dazzling pieces from. The night Hildy met Frode, he was stunned by the way she glittered and sparkled as she strode towards him. Hildy appeared smaller than Frode had imagined. In the stories, he had been told she was at least seven feet tall and as wide as two men. Not something Frode was opposed to, to be quite honest. But, instead of being confronted by that Goliath of a woman, Frode was met by a woman only a bit shorter and less stocky than he was. Like most of the powerful warriors and leaders Hildy had requested to meet before, Frode believed her slight stature would make his experience with her different. He would be the one to tame her, to best her, to live. Before long, the two were lying side by side, feeding each other fine smoked meats and drinking mead made by the best brewers in the region. 
Frode and Hildy each had guards posted outside the tent's entrance. Both sets of protectors had been ordered not to enter the tent, but only Hildy's knew their master truly had no need of their presence. They were merely decorations for her night of decadence. After some time had passed, noises started to emerge from the tent. Frode's guards chuckled, thinking Frode was besting the legendary Hildy the Terrible. Hildy, being the dominating force that she was, had climbed on top of a now intoxicated and mesmerized Frode, and was riding the man so hard, the flesh atop his pubic bone was threatening to rip. Hildy felt Frode grow inside her, his cock swelling. Hildy clenched her well-tuned inner muscles down on his member, feeling him squirm underneath her. She was in complete control. Her eyes roamed his body until they landed on his. There, Hildy saw a look she knew well. Frode was about to lose himself in orgasm as the mixture of pain and pleasure increased. Hildy leaned forward slightly and placed her left hand on Frode's throat while reaching her right arm under the bed. Her right hand found the familiar hilt of her sword easily, which one of her servants had been instructed to hide there earlier when a more formal greeting between the two leaders was taking place. With practiced intensity, Hildy increased the pressure on Frode's neck, rocketing him into an orgasm the likes of which he had never experienced. Utterly out of control of his own body, Frode writhed in pleasure underneath Hildy. As she felt Frode empty himself inside her, Hildy smiled down at him, her hands still around his pulsing neck. The second Hildy felt Frode finish filling her with his seed, she whipped the sword out from under the bed with her right hand while tilting his head back with the left and slit the man's throat. As shock registered on Frode's face and the life began to drain from his body, Hildy leaned down and whispered in the once fearsome warrior's ear, I'll name him after you. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao.